Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord all the praise we can here tonight. And if you have not praised the Lord yet, you ought to open your mouth and give the Lord all the praise that you can. You ought to praise him in advance for what's about to hit this church. I said you ought to praise the Lord for what's about to hit this church. An atomic bomb of faith is about to hit this church. Somebody praise the Lord with everything you have. I know you've worked hard today, but God has prepared something for this people. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And look at your neighbor and say, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to your new territory. Praise the Lord. That'll catch up with you in just a little bit. I am honored to be here tonight. And I am thankful for the power of God that is in this house. The angelic host of the Almighty God has gathered into this sanctuary and I have felt his holy angels in this house since, since this afternoon. And I felt them greet me on Monday and they are here to do a work in tandem with the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. And I am excited about what I'm seeing here tonight. And uh, I think that it is in order to give honor tonight to the bishop of this house. I thank the Lord for Bishop Aaron Bounds. I thank the Lord for him, and I appreciate him and his wonderful family. And, uh, well, some of y'all should have. Praise the Lord. I'm here in the will of God. I don't say that braggingly. I know where I'm at. And uh, congratulations on your beautiful sanctuary and the wonderful foyer and uh, the, I don't know the proper terminology, Sister Bounds, but I, uh, that carport, for lack of better terms, I'm from Texas, so I don't know any better. And so just uh, pray for me. I'll get a little more educated on what that really is called. But um, I give honor tonight to all the ministry of this church. And I thank the Lord for all of y'all. Are y'all still out there? We're going somewhere in the Holy Ghost now. I'm, I, I'm not nervous. I'm not nervous because I know what the Holy Ghost is about to do. <sighs> Numbers chapter number 26. The, the prophetic is in here tonight. I feel it very strongly. God's getting ready to do something in this church. Numbers chapter number 26, verse number 11. One single verse. One single verse. Numbers 26, verse number 11. Not Withstanding, the children of Korah died not. Notwithstanding, the children of Korah died not. My subject for your consideration tonight, and I don't endeavor to preach long from what I feel in the Holy Ghost. But I will endeavor to lay a groundwork for what the Holy Ghost will say the rest of this service. 
I want to preach to you from this subject tonight a message to the sons of Korah. A message to the sons of Korah. Would you lift your hands and ask the Lord to help us? Father, I thank you for the power that comes from preaching. I thank you that there is no other force on the universe like your word. I know for a fact that heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will not. I thank you, Jesus, that you're in this house and that your will is going to be accomplished. Now, Lord, you take over this service anytime you get ready. Anytime you get ready, you're welcome to be and do whatever you want. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I loose the gift of faith in this house right now. I take authority right now in the name of Jesus over every hindering spirit that would try to hinder your work tonight. I loose the gifts of healing and the working of miracles in this house right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and if you believe the Lord's going to do it, I want you to clap your hands to the Lord and give the Lord a shout of praise with everything you have here tonight. Come on, somebody praise him in this house right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can be seated if you're going to help me preach. If not, stay standing so we know where you are. Praise the Lord. I am a big man. I don't know if you can tell that or not. I am a big man. If you can't tell it, we're going to pray for your vision before you leave here tonight. And so when you're a big man like me, the more you participate, the harder I preach. And the harder I preach, the quicker I run out of air. And the quicker I run out of air, the faster I get done. So how long I go is determined on your response. Well, praise the Lord. So let's give it a trial run one more time. Let's just give the Lord some more praise in this house one more time. Woo! That sounds real good. Somebody ought to do that just a little bit more. Praise the name of the Lord. I believe tonight with my whole heart that places matter to God. In fact, I believe it so much that places matter to God that he created places before he created people. Before there was an Adam, there was a garden. And I marvel at these people nowadays that will look at people and say, well, I can be blessed anywhere that I go. Well, I got news for you here tonight. You might want to check the record with old brother Abraham. And I know in this church tonight that we shout about Jehovah Jireh. We shout about God being our provider. Well, I got a couple of amens and a couple of head nods. I'll try that again. I said, we shout about God being our provider in this house tonight. But I want to tell this church tonight, there is no Jehovah Jireh to shout about. Had Abraham gone to the mountain he wanted to go to, uh, God said to Abraham, if you're going to get the ram in the thicket, you're going to have to go to the place that I tell you to go to. Uh, I don't know about you here tonight, but I'm glad I'm in the right place. Well, Brother Wade, I just don't believe that. Well, I got 
got another witness for you here tonight. There was a man by the name of Naaman and the Bible said God sent a prophet to the man Naaman and said if you're going to get rid of your leprosy, you've got to get to the right place. Uh, now listen to me ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if Naaman goes to the Euphrates River, uh, he's going to die of his leprosy. Uh, if Naaman goes down to the Jordan, uh, to the Sea of Galilee, he's going to die of his leprosy. Uh, but the Bible said, uh, God said if you're going to get out of your leprosy, you've got to go down to the Jordan River. I'm going to tell some of you right now the reason why some of you have the blessings you have right now. It's not because of your last name and it's not because of the, the job you have. It's because you're in the right place to get what you need from God. And I will tell some of you right now in the Holy Ghost, you better not let no spirit talk you out of your place. Well, I think I'm going to say it again. You better not let no spirit talk you out of your place. I'm not letting depression talk me out of my place. I'm not letting discouragement talk me out of my place. And while I'm on it, I'm going to tell some of y'all right now, you better stop letting your feelings dictate to you how you're going to operate in God. I'm going to tell some of y'all right now, whether you feel like it or not, you ought to praise God. Whether your feelings... some of y'all heard what I just said some of you better make up your mind that no matter what I feel my feelings are not going to dictate my praise I'm waiting for some more of y'all in the back that ain't doing what God wants you to do right now some of you could praise your way out of the mess you're in right now Oh, I wish somebody give God some praise. I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. I'm going to tell this church right now, you're in the right place to get what you need from God. The place. Look at your neighbor and tell them, I'm in the right place. Yeah. I'm in the right place. Ooh. Look at him again and said, I'm not leaving the place either. I'm not leaving the place. I might be in a famine, but I'm not leaving the place. I might have some trouble, but I'm not leaving the place. I might have some heartache, but I'm not leaving the place. I come to tell this church right now that some of you have, I'll say it again, you better get a hold of what I'm saying. Don't let no lying spirit talk you out of your place. And brother Noe, I'm glad you're here tonight. I'm glad that you're here. Woo. I... I don't guess I ever met you, Brother Noe. I don't guess I'd ever laid eyes on you before. Is this all right? I'm going to obey the Holy Ghost. I hope you don't mind. I don't guess I ever met you before. But to this week, on Monday night, when I got into my hotel, I didn't have you nowhere near my brain. But as I was taking my stuff out of my suitcase, the Holy Ghost spoke to me. And he said, I want you to tell Brother Noe. Now, I didn't even know you was going to be here. I want you to tell Brother Noe there's some land that I'm about to open up for him. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying. Oh, well, uh, did you hear what I just said? I said, God is about to open some land up for that man. And I wish somebody would give God some praise in this house right now. <sighs> y 
Yeah. That man's been worried about land. I don't know that man from nobody, but that man's been worried about some land. But God's about to move the pieces because he stayed in the right place. And my brother, God has already showed you some land and the Holy Ghost told me to tell you, don't back off what he showed you. Okay. See, if I needed land, I'd be shouting right about now. If I needed something from God, I'd be shouting right about now. Because how you celebrate somebody else's miracle is going to determine the miracle you get. Well, I might as well interrupt your regularly scheduled broadcast. I might as well interrupt you to tell you what the Holy Ghost told me at the hotel today. God sent me to this church today to tell this church there is a season of apostolic recovery coming on this church. Okay. There is a recovery coming on this church. Oh, Brother Wade, we got a new building. I got news for you. The devil has tried to steal some stuff from this church, but God sent me here to tell you there is a recovery coming that your mind can't calculate. Ah. It's dangerous if I get away from my notes, but I don't have notes to begin with, so it's okay. Now listen to me. I was in a service some time ago, my brother. Now get this. I was in a service some time ago, and I walked off the platform, walked up to a man I don't know, and I said, Sir, God said to tell you that he's about to cause you to recover what you have lost. Now, now, he looked at me kind of crazy, like some of y'all are right now. And he's like, what in the world are you talking about? Well, what I did not know was five years ago, he had lost $40,000. Now, I, I'm gonna tell y'all something right now. If I lose $40, I'm tearing the upholstery out the, 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 out the couch. Praise the Lord. Well, hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is about to hit this place like a bomb. Watch what I'm telling you. Now, I want you to hear me. If I lost $40, I'd tear the, the upholstery out the couch. If I lost $40,000, I'd have the jackhammers out there. I'd tear all the drywall out. I'd find that $40,000. You know why some of y'all ain't recovered yet? Because you ain't tired of missing it. Oh, I better not. You ain't tired of missing it. But God said, there is an anointing of recovery in this house right now. That if you're tired of missing it. Let me tell you something, bro. He lost that $40,000. It had been missing for five years. They thought they had spent it or something. Well, they, they were selling something that they had for sale, and they went out there to clean it out. And when they got out, I'm talking about five years later, and when they got done cleaning that thing out, they went in there and found that $40,000. Well, I come to tell the anchor tonight, there's some things that are hidden right under your nose. You ain't got to go anywhere else to find it. Did you hear what I said? The joy you desire is hidden right under your nose. The breakthrough you desire is right under. Somebody give God some praise in this house right now. 
It's here right now. You ain't got to wait 10 years. You ain't got to wait to the next service. It's in here right now. I command in the name of Jesus an anointing and recovery to come upon you. Somebody ought to give God a praise like you ain't got no sense. Somebody lift your hands and pray in the Holy Ghost one more time. just to recover some things. It's the will of God for this church to recover all. Some of you are sitting here right now and depression has robbed you of peace and God said I brought you into this service tonight for you to recover your peace. I brought you here to recover your joy. I brought you here to recover. Well, I'll tell you something else God spoke to me and I don't believe in lying on God so that's the way it is. I don't believe in lying on God. I don't believe in that. But I'm going to tell you all a little something. God told me today that there is going, there is upon this church right now an anointing of divine favor that's, that this church can't even imagine is upon it. Okay. Okay. I got a couple head nods, but I know where I'm at. See, see, I'm going to tell you something, sis. If we're not careful, we'll judge every word we hear through the lens of where we are currently. I know what I'm talking about. We will judge every word we hear based on where we are currently. And God is saying to us, already got predetermined what I'm going to do in your life and there ain't no devil in hell can stop what I'm about to do well brother Wade somebody acted stupid that means it's going to hinder what God's got I got news for you I don't care if everybody acts dumb hearing me. I don't care who acts stupid. It's not going to hinder what God said. I feel the Holy Ghost right here. I said it don't matter who acts stupid. It doesn't matter who backslides. It doesn't matter who quits the church. It doesn't matter who falls out with the pastor. It has not changed God's mind about what he said about this church. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, I, I got, is this all right? I ain't boring y'all, am I? Okay. Now watch this. I got a, I got a, I, 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 somebody heard this, but I, I, want, I want this church to tap into it now. Watch this. I got a pastor I know. Pastor's down there in the, I mean, forgive me. I don't know anyone to say it, but I'm talking about down in the hollers of Mississippi. And I mean to tell you, I mean to tell you, you don't get to that part of Mississippi on accident. If you go there, you go in there on purpose. It ain't like Zanesville. You just drove past it on the highway. No. This place, I don't even know if GPS can get there. Little old town. Not very big. Oh. Not very big at all. 
And ladies and gentlemen, they they get that. They 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 start. They build this church out there. Five thousand people, and uh, five thousand not the church, but the city is five thousand people. And uh, I mean, they ain't got two nickels to rub together out there in that town. That's one of the poorest states in the in the state, poorest cities in the state. And uh, and all of a sudden one day, he has these people come up to him, and they start coming up to him, and they start saying, Pastor, we got these businesses. And uh, we can't do nothing else with them. They're dying. And we want you and that church to have these businesses. Okay. We want you to have these businesses. And not only are we going to give you the businesses, but we're going to give you the buildings that the businesses are in. Hear me now. We're going to give you the buildings that the businesses are in. And he said, and so, I mean, somebody said, well, how, why would you take on a dying business? They said, we've been watching how you've been operating in this city. Uh, how everything you touch is done with excellence. Oh, y'all, you better hear me. Ah, uh, cause see, I'm going to tell you, God is trying to stretch the vision of this church. Uh, some of you God's been trying to stretch your vision but you've been hanging out with the wrong people oh I better not I, I don't want to mess with y'all some of y'all the reason why you can't get what the man of God's preaching is because you're hanging out with the wrong people it ain't the devil it's you've been hanging out with people that don't believe God for anything but I'm going to tell some of y'all in the Holy Ghost, some of you better cut loose some of those losers you've been hanging out with because God is trying to stretch your mind and stretch your eyes. Watch this now. Woo. They said, we watch everything you touch is with excellence. You do everything with excellence. And they said, we're giving you these businesses. When they got a hold of the businesses, the businesses didn't go under. The businesses started exploding. I don't think y'all hear what I'm saying. The businesses started exploding. They... Well, that's Mississippi. That's not Zanesville. I'm trying to help convey to some of you what God's trying to download on this church. God is trying to doubt. Well, okay. I'm going to say it again. Some of you are hooked up with some losers and you need to get away from them as fast as you can. help you out bro I'm gonna help you out I'm gonna go back to my story man well I'm gonna stay right here and plow for a second if you don't mind see I'm gonna tell you something God got an attitude with Korah God got an attitude with Korah not now I know I know what some of you're thinking God got an attitude because Korah was rebellious Ladies and gentlemen, his first problem was not rebellion. His first problem was who he was hanging out with. That was his first problem. His first problem was who he was eating with down at the Olive Garden. Oh, yes, because the Bible said he was hanging out with a man by the name of Reuben. Oh, yes, he was hanging out with a Reuben. And the Bible said concerning Reuben, thou shalt not excel. You're not going any further. And I want you to know something, my brother. Reuben wasn't going any further, and he knew he wasn't going any further. Oh, yeah. And God got an attitude with Korah 
because my brother Korah was a son of Levi. He was a Kohathite. And his job was to carry God's glory. Uh, yes I wish I had the time but I don't because I'm going to tell you God did not anoint you to carry bitterness God did not anoint you to carry anger I'm going to say it again anchor church God didn't call you to carry malice he didn't call you to carry bitterness he said I called this church to carry my glory Look at your neighbor and tell him I'm a carrier of God's glory. Look at him and tell him I'm a carrier of God's glory. And I'm not carrying your offense anymore. I ain't carrying your anger anymore. You're not projecting your attitude on me anymore. Oh, well, I'm here. I might as well go on. I'm going to say it again. I'm not carrying your angst for the man of God anymore. I'm not carrying your bitterness anymore. If you don't like what's going on in the church, don't tell me because I'm a carrier of God's glory. Hello, somebody. I said, I'm a carrier of God's glory. And when I come in the house of God, I want to elevate him. I want his glory to show up. Oh. God said, my problem with you, Cor, is not rebellion. It's who you're hanging out with. And I'm going to tell you all something right now. Because I know I've heard from God. Let me tell you a little something. Reuben knew I'm not going any further. He knew it. And he said, I know I can't stop the anchor church. I know I can't stop the anchor church. The anchor church, God's hands on it. I know I can't stop what's getting ready. Folks, I feel the Holy Ghost in here so strong right now. I know I can't stop God's church. I know I can't stop the anchor. I know I can't stop from what God said. But I'll tell you what I can do. If I can infect a carrier of God's glory. Hey, if I can get to one of the ministry of the church, I can stop the whole thing on a dime. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I feel, I feel the Holy Ghost. This is why. This is why some of you struggle from week to week. It's not because God's hand's not on you. It's not because the anointing is not on your life. It's because of who you hang out with. It's because of who's in your Facebook. It's because, well, I better not. I, I don't want to. Yeah. And so, brother, brother up to grave, God began to deal with me today. And he said, it's time for us to stop lamenting and crying over people that sold out what they had uh, over some bitterness. That's why we've got to stop crying and lamenting, brother. It's, oh, it wasn't our fault that somebody acted stupid. I'll tell you what it was. It was they traded what they had. God had great plans for them. God spoke to me today, Pastor Bounds, and he said, it's time to stop crying and lamenting over people that they had another agenda in mind. And God said, they've gone as far as they're going. They're not going any further. But it's not so for the anchor church. It's not so. I want us to lift our hands and pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Oh, God. It's not so. It's not so for the anchor. 
It's not so for the anchor. It's not so for the anchor. It's not so for the anchor. This church has cried long enough over a Korah that laid down the glory for their own gain. And the enemy wants to make us feel guilty because we're moving on without a rebellious Korah. But I'm going to tell y'all something right now. Y'all still with me out there? I, I know what I heard from the Holy Ghost. God sent me here to tell this church right now. God sent me here to tell you that Reuben will not excel. He's not going to excel. I don't care what he says. I don't care what they say. I don't care if they stormed out of this church mad or not. God said, my mind has not changed. And I'm still going to pour out on you what I told you. So it's time to rejoice, Anchor Church. It's time to rejoice. It's time to get the it's time to get the garment of heaviness off of us. And it's time to go into praise. You've cried long enough. Did you hear what I said, Anchor Church? It's time for you to enjoy where you are right now. Oh, somebody better praise him right now. You've sowed in the famine. You've sowed in tears. And it's now time to reap. The season of crying is over. The season of lamenting is over with. The season of lack has, has come to an end. Okay. And God said, I'm not going to let a Reuben hinder my work. And I'm not going to let an ambitious Korah hinder what I'm going to do. Because there's people in this service right now that emotionally you're bleeding. Oh, God. There's people in this room right now that spiritually you need some serious help. Oh, and you come in here and you've come to the right place because you are come into a church that's in the middle of a season change. You've come into a church that's in the middle of a changing of seasons. We're in the middle right now. I'm trying to get some of y'all to believe this. You're in the middle of the, of the greatest move of God that you're ever going to see. And I come to tell some of y'all right now, you better get away from that room in as fast as you can. You better get away from those unholy spirits that want to sabotage your move of God right now. You better put a stop to it right now. And the Bible says that God opened the ground up and swallowed Korah. You know why? Because Korah got the bright idea that he could become his own priest. And the minute he thought he could take care of himself is the minute God told Moses, get out of my way. Not even you can save him. And the ground opened her mouth and swallowed him up alive. My brother, dirt is synonymous with flesh. It wasn't a devil that destroyed them. Their own flesh destroyed them.
They thought it was a devil. No, it was their flesh. And as some of you don't get away from some of those people you're hanging out with, it's going to be your flesh that devours you. You think it's a spirit? No. It's your flesh that's going to swallow you up. But I don't know about you. I've made up my mind. I'm crossing over in this service tonight. I'm crossing over into my joy. I'm crossing over into it. Lift your hands all over this house. My God. Come on, lift your hands and worship the Lord. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost if you can. Oh. Oh, come on, pray in the Holy Ghost, everybody that can. room and I'm getting ready to close many of you in this room are just like that woman that was in our church some time ago I hope you don't take this as a word of rebuke I've come here under the fear of the Lord But many of you are like that woman we had at our church several years ago. And she got struck down with an incurable disease. And it did not matter. It did not matter what my man of God preached. It didn't matter how much faith he invested. It didn't matter how much he got on, up in that pulpit and said, God's going to heal. She could not believe God. She couldn't. Didn't matter, brother, what the man of God preached. And he preached. And he preached. And finally, the bishop, the woman couldn't believe God. And finally, the bishop got up And he said to her husband, we're going to fast and pray. And we're going to get an answer from God. And they fasted and prayed. And a couple weeks later, she went to the doctor. And I want you to know, the doctor gave her a clean bill of health. <sighs> gave her a clean bill of health. Brother, up to grave. Gave her a clean bill of health. But I want some of you to hear me now. My man of God, after she got the report that she was healed, my man of God met her at the back of the sanctuary, the service that she came back to the house of God. And he looked at her and he said, Hey, sis, aren't you glad that God's touched your body? Aren't you glad that God's healed you? Aren't you glad God's done what he's done for you? Aren't you glad that God has made a way for you? Aren't you glad? Hey, Anchor Church, aren't you glad that God's done what he's done in this church? Hey, Anchor Church, have you walked through that vestibule back there lately? Hey, Anchor Church, look at the sanctuary you're worshiping in tonight. <laughs> she said, he said, aren't you glad? Hey, some of you out there, aren't you glad the drug overdose didn't kill you? 
Hey, some of you out there, aren't you glad you didn't die in that car accident? Hey, hey, aren't you glad that suicide didn't take you out? Hey, aren't you glad you didn't die with that needle in your arm? I'm going to say it again. Aren't you glad you're not having a nervous breakdown tonight? Come on, Anchor Church. Aren't you glad that God made a way out of no way? Hey, Anchor Church. Hey. Hey, Anchor. But some of you are just like that woman. She looked at my man of God and she said, Yes, but it's just going to be something else tomorrow. And I've come to preach that out of this church here tonight. I come to preach that out of some of you in here tonight. I curse that lying spirit that's been lying to you that says the bottom's gonna fall out of it. Did you hear what I just said? Some of you are just waiting on the bottom to fall out of the miracle. But I got news for you. The bottom is not gonna fall out of it. That's what we're bucking up against in this church right now. We're not fighting a devil. We're fighting a spirit that believes the bottom's going to fall out. Because some of you in this room... And I hope you're not afraid to be honest. Have reached the end of your faith. Where you can't believe God for anything else. You've reached the end of it. But I got some good news for you here tonight. We're going to punch the devil right in the mouth here tonight. Because fortunately for you, brother up to grave, there is a thing that I like to call the gift of faith. What is the gift of faith, Bobby Wade? The gift of faith has the ability to bridge the gap between what you can't believe and the miracle that you need. And the gift of faith is in this house right now. Brother Cody, the bottom ain't going to fall out of it, brother. It's not. I'm talking about in your life. It's not going to fall out of it. You've come through a season of hardship and physical ailments. And the bottom, that season is over, my brother. The bottom is not going to fall out of it. Anchor Church, stop looking for the worst. Come on, Anchor Church, stop looking for the thing to break down. Come on, Anchor Church, there's victory here right now. And you've got to make up your mind that I'm going to walk in it. I wish somebody would give God some praise in this house right now. I wish you would give God some praise in this house right now. Command. I want you to lift your hands all over this house right now. If I'm preaching to you, then you better get a hold of what's getting ready to be downloaded right now. Lift your hands right now. Anchor Church, God's greatest pleasure is to be believed.
And God's about ready to download the gift of faith on this house right now. Get your hands up as high as you can and get your head up towards the Lord Jesus. By the authority of the word of God and by the power that is in the name Jesus, I command right now and I loose the gift of faith in this house right now to bridge the gap between what we can't believe and the miracle that we need. Receive it now. Receive it now. I got news for that devil here tonight. There is going to be something else tomorrow. There's going to be more victory tomorrow. There's going to be more breakthrough tomorrow. There's going to be more joy tomorrow. There's going to be more favor tomorrow. Oh, yes, there's going to be something else tomorrow. We're not struggling in the area of music. We're not struggling in any of that. But the enemy's lied to us through our emotions and told us the bottom's going to fall out of it. He lied to some of you through your emotions. Oh, yeah. And just when you started getting close to God, just when you started getting close to God, son, just when you started getting close to the things of God, he said, I know how to mess that up. I'll let him feel something. And then I'll make, it think, make him think it's him. I know how I'll, I'll mess some of these folks up. I'll get them driving down the road. And they'll come out of a red hot move of God, ma'am. Yeah. And when they get in their car and they start driving down the road, a spirit will get in the car with them. Yeah. Spirit of depression will get in the car. And because you're sensitive to the Holy Ghost, you feel it. But you did something wrong with it, ma'am. You did something wrong with it. Instead of binding it, you owned it. And the enemy said, if I can get her to own that, I wonder what else I could get her to own. But, thankfully, the cover's being jerked off right now. Thankfully, we're going to sabotage his plan. Ha-da-da-da-moshe. We're going to sabotage his plan 